Hey guys, I'm Sergio. And I'm Grace. And we are, this is our first episode of Iconic, <laughs> Iconic. the Podcast. We're so excited. Yes. Yeah, so Iconic, um, like we said in the intro, is a podcast where we highlight local icons of Corpus Christi. Um, it's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited for this episode. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, we want to introduce our very first icon, Um I'm so excited for this. Are you ready to introduce him? Can I do it? Can I do you the can honors? Do it. L Dusty. Yes. <laughs> How are you doing, Dusty? I'm doing good. How are you all? I'm great. Doing great. Yeah. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on this podcast. It <laughs> yeah. means so much, especially our first guest. I know. Well, I go yeah. get coffee from you every day, Serge. So <laughs> I need to be. I need to be extra nice, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you don't know who Dusty is. Dusty is a Latin Grammy-nominated producer who grew up here in Corpus and is a co-founder of Produce Sound Studios. Um, so, aka, he's kind of a big deal. I'd yeah. say so. All right, Corpus. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, he's he's my he's my only verified follower on Instagram. So, yeah. Okay, so I want to start off by talking um, about like how did you get started in this? Your music inspiration. Um, just a little bit of that. Uh, I read somewhere that um, as early as 11 years old, something about a stolen turntable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The story is. Um, <clears throat> yeah. The story is that my brother, uh, him and his friends, happened to come along a trailer full of equipment, and um, in that trailer was two, or actually three Technique Technique 1200 turntables, which are at the time, pretty impossible to get a, get a hold of here in Corpus, and especially for a fifth grader. <laughs> um, so uh, one day I came home and there was three turntables, a mixer, like all this gear at our house. And uh, my brother said if I could set it up, and um, I, I, you know, I, at the time I was the kid in the family who would like fix the vcr and yeah. you probably you guys probably don't know what that is but uh <laughs> <laughs> have an idea <laughs> or like hook up the video game console or like whatever you know what i mean and um, artifacts. yeah there's always there's always <laughs> one of those kids i'm the middle child too so mm. you know Dang. so we always have to be the one doing all the technical stuff but um yeah so I, I, you know early on i was pretty tech savvy um i had already been on the computer for a couple of years my my parents had, had a computer in the house early on um, and it, it was different back then. Like not everybody had a computer, you mm -hmm. know, and not everybody had internet and stuff like that. But, um, so, you know, these turntables show up in my house, uh, and we don't have any records or anything. So, um, the first thing we do is we set it up and my brother's like, all right, don't touch it. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> um, then, uh, you know, of course he leaves and I start messing with everything. I, um, I think my parents had a couple of records at the time and I was just messing around with them or we had like a like a Gremlins story record mm -hmm. or something. <laughs> but like uh, I, I always kind of understood the, the idea around like turntables, too, because whenever, you know, like if a normal dude just gets on and like tries to mess with it or tries to scratch or whatever, they usually just like do it backwards or like yeah. it skips and like it just doesn't sound right. You know what I mean? But uh, but I had it, you know, I, I already knew like kind of the concept of like pulling the record back and kind of. The, the the direction it was supposed to be in. Mm -hmm. So and, sorry, did that just like come naturally to you? Like, how did you? I think so. I mean, we we had a record player in the house, and I was always like messing with it. And I remember even like way before we got the turntables that uh, 
uh, I was like scratching and stuff like that yeah. on the on the regular turn on the regular. So regular you always party. just like had like an interest and yes. like doing. And I actually yeah. like cut out this little ad that was like an all-in-one DJ package for like five hundred bucks, <laughs> and I had it on my dad's uh, nightstand. Like I taped it there. Like dad, you're gonna buy me this <laughs> one of these days. So like a vision board. Yeah, a vision is, board. Totally yeah, never happened, but it showed up. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, and then the the turntables were there. Me and my brother, uh, my older, he's, he's older than me, so he would take me out and show me different kinds of things, and he always introduced me to all kinds of music and stuff. But uh, we went out and bought some records, um, came home, and then, you know, just started messing around with it. Yeah, so tell me a little bit more about, like, the early intro to music. Like, what were you exposed to as a kid? What were you listening to? Like, how did you kind of just kind of get into that world and, like, that love for music? I think that I've always had a love for music. My mom especially was really into uh, all kinds of music, Spanish music, rock music, soul, oldies. Um, and she just had a big a big variety that she was into. And um, I don't know, I guess like, and then my dad had his own style of music and my brother was just old enough to be like when I started coming around and, and really getting into music, probably when I was like around seven or eight years old, um, he, already was into you know the cool rock music and like the cool um rap and stuff like that you know yeah. at the time so um i had a cool like early like you know like a like a teacher you know what i mean my brother mm-hmm. was like my teacher and then my parents also uh were playing all kinds of music around the house and i was really into their music as well i i, I really like oldies and and different different kinds of uh, soul music and stuff like that so um i think i just kind of like just being around the house was like my influence of you just soaked it all in soaked it all in yeah Yeah. well that's super super cool and i uh i read on texas monthly that you um have like tons of vinyl so how did you how did you um just kind of like gather all of that like throughout the years like where did it all kind of come from sources a lot of it is uh records that i've just collected i've gotten on a I've gotten on, I used to work at a radio station and at that time I got on this promo list and we were, you would just get free records every day. I mean, every, every day there, any, anything that would come in. Um, and it was like stuff that you never heard of or just garbage and all kinds of promos and things. But, uh, um, I collected a bunch of that. Um, and then my mom was collecting records too, after we kind of got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then my, I had an uncle, um, who, he passed away, and um, when he passed, my mom inherited all his records, and he had oh, like wow. a trailer full. Yeah, it was wow. cool, and uh, a lot of my collection comes from there. Um, this this isn't even this is like garbage. I'm, I'm looking records. at that, and it's, it's quite a bit. <laughs> the <laughs> other room is like four times this much. How how many do you think like you have like total? I th- uh, probably about like fifteen thousand something like oh that. Yeah. I think in the other room there's like ten thousand. There might be a couple maybe. I don't know, 1,500 here or something. I don't know. For some context here, we're looking at three rows of <laughs> pure records just like almost stacked like halfway from the floor to the ceiling. It's kind of insane. And Color-coordinated, very organized. Yeah, very These organized. ones are for show only. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, me and my friend Camilo, we organized all these one day when we were cleaning up this uh, studio here. So yeah. So from a very like young age, you've, you've always had an influence uh 
from music. You've always been around music. Yeah. Um, and all, not just like cumbia, like all different types of music too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't um, really get into cumbia until later on. Really? That's really cool. So, um, as I mentioned before, you're also a co-founder of Pro uh, Produce Sound Studios. I want to know a little bit more about how that like came to be. Um, like what, what made you want to like, what made you want to start produce? <laughs> just tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Okay. Well, I've, I've always, I've always been downtown, uh, probably since like, I don't know, like maybe 99 or 2000. I think we got our first studio down here mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, it was in the Nueces building and, um, we had like our own little, little, little space, like me and my friend Drophy, uh, and another friend Hecht, we, all kind of chipped in and got an office that was like three, three uh, spaces, built studios in there. And then um, from there, we kind of got kicked out of New Oasis Lofts because they, <laughs> they turned it into the Lofts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, and we had another studio there called Apartment 13 that we were working with some of our other friends, a lot of the same people I was already working with. And then, um, and then you know, the New Oasis <laughs> Lofts got built. Um, and uh, I worked around, around town a little bit at Freddie Records and at um, a studio called Evident that mm -hmm. I kind of built. And then I got hired to build and then work there for a little while. And then I, I got fired from there too. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got fired from pretty much every job that I ever worked, but um, yeah, honestly, honestly same for <laughs> yeah. the, like how old I am. I have a lot of experience, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of job experience, <laughs> a lot of, and a lot of different, like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of different types of jobs. So yeah pretty funny um so the so you started in new oasis lofts that's where produce was first well that was that that, that was the idea the first studio of, that you like yeah collaborative okay. uh space kind and, of like the seed planted yeah, yeah. yeah. from there i knew that i wanted to like work out here downtown mm -hmm. why why downtown why do you why did you think that downtown corpus christi would be an ideal um space for your creativity i think it's just the buildings and the vibe the water is right there i mean it's i mean you know i don't got to tell everybody like what it is everybody knows yeah. it. it's a beautiful it's a beautiful area and it's got a, a lot of potential and we've always kind of saw that mm -hmm. i think at the time though it was a little bit more packed and so really? there was always like people and doing like the clubs were open and things like that so we were we were having a good time and we we're 20 21 years old at that time so we we're just always going out and then come back to the studio and then same you know <clears throat> but um and then um, I met David Lee at, um, he was working at Houdat back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but I would, I would always go eat at Houdat on air is the first one. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then like his, his sister was working there and I believe his, his wife. Uh, and so they were always like, Hey man, you remind me of, of my brother. You need to meet him. Like something mm -hmm. about you. I don't know. They, were, they would always tell me that whenever I would go in there. And then, uh, and then later on, I ended up meeting him when I was working at Freddie Records. Uh, he was he was working at this at the Hoodat across the street, and so um, uh, we talked about like opening a store together and a studio. And I wanted to do like a turntable school and things like that. And so he was like, "Man, let's just find a space and we'll just do it together." Um, and then yeah, that's kind of like the that's kind of where that went. And we 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 looked around. We found a place on six point at six points. And um, the day that we were supposed to go get it, I found this place in um, on Craigslist, and I Craigslist. was <laughs> really? yeah, yeah. And so uh, I was like, I was like, there's no way. It was like three spots, eight hundred dollar rent. This place as in um, on Pretty, People Street. Yeah, on where we're currently yeah. at. Okay. So it was, it was three separate 
spaces for 800 bucks and we we're going to pay 800 or 700 for one over there on six points and so he was like yo go get that one if you can find that one like yeah. that's it's way better it's downtown mm-hmm. you know I was like, all right, cool. I came over to check it out, and it was like these two hippie people that were doing like <laughs> photography and stuff. And I was like, bro, this is re- this is crazy. It's real. So like, yeah, let's get it. So we ended up getting it, and then um, the dudes that were living upstairs uh, came outside or something because the people were like, hey man, you should see the apartment upstairs. It's really crazy. It's like some weird loft. And I was like, all right, cool. I just never really paid attention to it at the time. But then uh, the day that we moved in, or I'm sorry, the day that I saw it. I, saw, I came in and got the place. The dudes that were upstairs were like, hey, what's up, man? You're going to move in downstairs? Cool, come check it out. And they, they took me upstairs. They took me through the back. There was like this, like, um, there's it's like a sub-level sort of like trap door from the ground kind of thing. <laughs> Almost like a storm. It's like, like, a, like a storm cellar. Like yeah. Going, yeah, for yeah. real. And so that when I went up there, I was like, yo, what the hell? And Because you come in through the floor. And uh, it's it's really cool. (laughs) And then uh, and I was like, yo, this is crazy. And it was I mean, of course, at the time, it was a big mess. Two bachelor dudes that kind of living together and stuff. (laughs) But um, then uh, the day that we moved in, the dudes were like, the dude was like, oh, no, we'll never move out or whatever. We love this place. And I'm like, all right, cool. The day that we moved in, uh, the dudes from upstairs were like, yo, man, uh, I'm going to get married. So we're going to move out. Do you want me to tell Adele that you want to move in? And I was like, yes, Please. I need to move in. I was like living at my parents' house at the time, you know, like that whole thing. And so, and then we got it and we ended up being here in the whole building. Uh, we don't have any neighbors or nothing like that. So that's been kind of cool. And uh, we've just been able to make as much noise as we want and kind of just <laughs> do yeah. whatever, whatever we want. Yeah. yeah. So I have a quick question. So like just talking about like downtown Corpus and what makes it so special, one huge aspect of... Corpus in general and like downtown specifically is Selena and um, she obviously is a huge aspect of what Corpus is and the culture and the music and so did her like bless you (laughs) did uh, Selena's like you know like uprising in Corpus did that have any um, like impact on your music and how you developed into your own definitely i mean selena is a is a i think i feel like she's an influence on everyone that's from corpus it's an Mm -hmm. artist or you know somebody from our town actually blew up and made it um but uh but yeah i mean uh, you know i was a little late to the selena thing um i you know my mom was very into selena and and i i love selena's music as a kid but um her brother ab uh lived around the corner from us and they had i mean I'm, i'm this is you know this is like when I was in high school, like she, I think she passed when I was like a freshman or something, and I was mm. I was living in Harlingen because I was going to a boarding school over there, and uh, and so w- I remember when that whenever she passed and like all the whole big deal was going on. Yeah. Um. But then when I got home, uh, I would always see AB around everywhere, and like uh, <laughs> he was like you know he was like this young like producer guy like looked really cool and like he could tell that they were just like coming up you know and yeah. mm-hmm. and he was he had just built a big a big brand new house out there in cal Island. it was all crazy he had a studio out there i was always like hearing stuff about it you know and um oh my gosh i'm sorry i have to interrupt i think i know who lives in his house like i think oh, i go really? to school with him yeah, <laughs> the old house? yeah that's always been like oh my god like he lives in selena's brother's house yeah like, that's been like <laughs> yeah if you're from cal Island, you kind of know the yeah, area yeah, yeah. My, our house is like right behind that. We oh, for li- real? Yeah, we like have, have the woods that are back there. Yeah, but, it's a pretty uh, area. It's it's great. Yeah, Can't the um, 
And so just seeing him kind of come up and, and do his thing, and then he started his band, and, you know, I saw them kind of come from just a garage band to, like, a big, his Cumbia Kings, you know what yeah. I mean? And, mm-hmm. and iconic band from Corpus. Um, but I knew all those guys, too. You know, I was working at the mall, and they would always go into the mall and, and shop at the store and stuff. And so uh, I, I met all those dudes, and, and we became friends also, and... You know, it was just crazy just kind of seeing somebody from here and kind of seeing the process of them, like, get bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, that was, like, hella inspiring, you know yeah. what I mean? Being able to be like, yeah, yeah. I can do it, too. You yeah, know, like, totally. Yeah. totally. Work to the mall as well. I'm I, yeah. I'm actually really curious, um, kind of off <laughs> off topic a little bit. I'm very curious. <laughs> this isn't in the like, notes. <laughs> what jobs in specific what that jobs? I got fired from? Well, <laughs> what what was your first job? I'm very curious to see what was your first. My first job. job was at the mall. Yeah, it was uh, at this place called Gadzooks, and Gadzooks was kind of like a hot topic. Never heard of that. It was more like like rave. It wasn't. There was like hot topic, and then there was Gadzooks. Gadzooks wow. was more like colorful and like rave stuff, and like uh like electronic music kind of kind of style with like the button up. Uh, velvet shirts and like mm-hmm. cheetah prints and silvers and all that kind of shit. That's sick. Sorry, I don't know if I was supposed to discuss. <laughs> You're totally <laughs> good, fine. You're but then, um, uh, but I worked there for a long time, and then I think I just kind of quit because of school or something. I was still in high school, mm-hmm. and then, um, and then I started working at, at Z95 for a long time. I was working there for on and off for probably like 15 years, and um, and from there I kind of met. A lot of like different people. Yes, a lot of people. I met Baby Bash, and uh, they asked me to come on tour with them as his DJ. Like when Sugar Sugar came out, and they started like that whole situation where mm-hmm. they were blowing up. Oh my god, that's yeah. so cool! It was rad. Yeah, <laughs> we went on like a six month long tour in a bus, and uh, and then I was DJing for him for a while afterwards, and we we still friends. I mean, they probably come here and I DJ for him whenever he's around or whatever. But. Um, that, I worked at Craig's Record Factory, which was a record store here in town that I used to frequent all the time, which was, like, my favorite job that I ever had. Did you get fired from that, too? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was a really cool job. It was in Moore Plaza, and it was, like, you know, I met a lot of people there that, wow. I, that I know now. Um, a lot of musicians, a lot of DJs. Everybody would just go. It was, like, it, like exactly how it is in the movies. That's exactly how Craig's was. It had, like, a <laughs> DJ booth, and it was... Like you could just go there and hang out and watch and look at magazines all day long, and that's just like what I did all the time. Every weekend, yeah. I was like saving my money to go to Craig's. Yeah. And sure. then, um, and then Z ninety five was like probably my job, and then until I started working at at uh, Evident and then at Freddie Records. But yeah. Wow. All the studios that I worked at, canned. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to kind of talk about. Um, the track Cumbia Anthem. So that track actually was the track that got nominated for a Grammy back in 2016, correct? Yes. Um, and I believe it was nominated for Urban Fashion Performance. Urgen, urban Fusion. Fusion. Yeah. I, I like that fashion totally better. wrong. I like fashion better Here's myself. the thing. It's written in my notes as Fusion. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I see that. what you're thinking of. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> um I kind of want to like talk. I want to know more about that. So when, like, how did that come about? When did you find out that you got nominated for a Latin Grammy? Um, well, um, take me back to 2016 <laughs> when that when Please. when your first album, when your first yeah. uh, solo first album. Stuff. Yeah. Um, well, it. I mean, you know, I think. I mean, you know, there's ways to find out if you're if you're gonna be nominated or not. You know. Um, 
if your name's on the list for nominations mm-hmm. and things like, or if your label even submitted you. And at the time, I had heard that the label had submitted us to get nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what for or whatever. I was I, at that time. I was signed with Universal, so there's like a lot. It was a big label, so there's a lot of moving parts. Um, mm-hmm. You don't really know what is who's working what or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, and so uh, somehow I I knew that we were in the running to get even nominated. Mm-hmm. And then did you did you think like nah hell no I really? forgot all about it honestly really? like I, I really did but then I remembered after the fact I was like dude I yeah I, we were like oh, yeah. <laughs> in the list you know <laughs> um, but um, but I mean dude I heard a lot of things like at the you know you would always hear like all these great things are about to happen like, especially when you're signed with like a big label like that they're like <clears throat> oh yeah you're gonna do this and then this and, then, and you just like like none of those kind things of like ever a whirlwind happen. And yes like- it's always like promises and a lot of that stuff doesn't happen. But so I just kind of took it with a grain of salt. Mm. Then one morning, um, I woke up and I had like, I mean, I've never had that many text messages in my in my life, and I, <laughs> and I get a lot of texts. I don't like to talk, to talk on the phone, but uh, and I, I you know I started reading it. Congratulations and dude, I can't believe it and all this kind of stuff. And and I was just like, what the hell? And I saw like, yo, you're nominated for Latin Grammy. Somebody screenshotted it and sent it to me, and I was like, dude. And then I called <laughs> I called Happy Colors and he was the guy that I made the song with and he was yeah. like yeah I heard too like I don't know what the hell is going on like I don't um, know what the hell we were just kind of like in shock like, yeah. you know That's uh, crazy. both of us were just like DJs pl- making beats and I don't think just any, having fun like yeah. not really expecting yeah. anything to come from it I, I, I honestly don't think that there had been any DJs nominated for a Latin Grammy really? before us yeah really <laughs> That's I, pretty cool I, I don't I don't think so Starting I mean not as like a yeah not as like a DJ you know, there's been like, I'm sure DJs produced Latin songs that have gotten nominated, mm-hmm. but we were actually the artists, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, as yeah. DJs. So I think we kind of like, were like one of the first DJs ever nominated like that. That's um, really cool. So yeah, that, that morning was just a crazy. It was awesome. Uh, got a lot of followers that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and, you know, it was just like one of those experiences that like, have, you know, you'd never be able to live that over again. Yeah. And, uh, sorry, like, about the whole, like, I think it was said fashion, but fusion. Fusion. I feel like that's... I can't read, apparently. (laughs) I feel like that's such a good word for, like, what you do. Like, like speaking of being the first to be nominated for being a DJ, like, you're also kind of the first, I feel like, to make that type of music. Like, you... (laughs) you combine so many different like genres and sounds and just yeah. like kind of stitched it all together and like uh-huh. how does i don't know how how did you do that <laughs> i guess <laughs> well I, I my i come from like making hip hop beats and rap mm-hmm. beats i've always been like a hip hop head like into boom bap rap you know what mm-hmm. i mean um and i've 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 i started off making beats on the mpc which is like a classic hip hop sampler um, and I've used records to make my beats. I would sample old records that we had around the house and I would uh, it, upload them into the drum machine and then kind of do my thing from there. Um, and so my production style has always been rap. So, uh, and then living in Corpus and watching the Kumbia Kings and stuff, I was like, man, I could put congas in my stuff mm-hmm. and like <laughs> Latin percussion and stuff like that, you know? And so that's kind of what I started doing was all the beats that I was making, I was adding percussion into them. Yeah. Not knowing the cumbia rhythms or or you know salsa rhythms or anything like that, uh, but um, 
I was just kind of putting stuff in there just to kind of make my own flavor. Just playing with it. Yeah. And then, you know, when as as I as I progressed, I started to learn like what these different rhythms were and that they actually mm. are they come from somewhere and they they're playing them like that for a reason and so um I kind of got got introduced to that and I started working towards like making traditional cumbia rhythms mixed with rap beats and rap sounds and making those beats with or making those rhythms with sounds from rap songs you know what i mean so um the fusion thing was just kind of like i mean i'm not like you know i mean i guess like i'm trying to fuse songs together but i mean that's just mm -hmm. like the way i came up like that's what i did when i was coming up as a producer like i would make rap beats with latin percussion sounds yeah so i don't know <laughs> super cool yeah yeah um another thing uh one of the, uh my goodness another thing that i want to talk about um so kind of fast forward a little bit to like current time um a few weeks ago a few weeks ago actually <laughs> the block parties yeah block parties were crazy <laughs> um yeah uh it was also the reopening of Produce Goods as well. Do you want to talk a little bit about um, what Produce Goods is and yeah. um, how the block parties came to be? Yeah. Um, you shut down a whole block just <laughs> for like just craziness. It was, it was, that's well, all, that's part, all that it's partially to. true. Yes. DM, DMD oh. actually was the one that that uh, shut the block down. Oh, really? Yeah. You just yeah. That's, I was just I was facilitating the entertainment yeah. and like you know it was crazy. That's that's all that I have to say from that night because <laughs> I I've never seen you live until that night. Right on. It was it was everybody was sweaty. Everybody mm -hmm. was jumping. It was hot, but that's it was like it, it yeah. was just the funnest. Yeah, night. we had a good time. Um, I'm, we've been trying to get the shop open for a while. I mean, we've we've always done online sales and shipped out merch and stuff like that. And then of course at yeah. my shows we sell a lot of merch or whatever, but. Um, we've always had the store there kind of packed in the corner and, um, um, you know, it was just time to reopen and especially after COVID and all this kind of things, like yeah. we were just like ready to get the doors back open. Um, we're still a little careful, you know what I mean? And, and the show, uh, even though it was really fun and cool, we didn't really get all, we didn't go all in like yeah. we used to like get out in the crowd and dance with people and things like that. Yeah. I mean, we're still kind of taking precautions or whatever, but, um, I'm just glad to be back on stage and kind of like doing my thing. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty it was pretty fun. <laughs> it was fun. Uh. <coughs> how was uh, how was just like planning all of that? I mean, like there were yeah. sponsors like from <laughs> yeah. all over Corpus, yeah. I feel like, Red I feel Bull. Like it was like a really good timing because, um, like I said, you basically come to Lucy's every day and get mm -hmm. coffee, <laughs> the same drink. Yes. Um, everybody knows it. But I feel like you've been talking about like what you've been wanting to do a block party for a long time yeah. uh, before the DMD even yeah. announced like, hey, we're doing Art Walk again. I feel right. like you were like, I want to do this. I want to do this. Yeah. I mean, I've ha I, uh, you know, I had the idea to do a taco fest here and we did. You know, I, I passed that idea to the people at the Ritz, and um, they kind of, you know, did their thing with it. I've always wanted to kind of just have parties here. We, yeah. I like throwing parties outside, and we used to throw a festival called What's Good back in Produce was open back in the day. And um, and I just I just like having a party out there. I mean, it's fun. It's like a big venue. We, our street is kind of compact, mm -hmm. and we got the trees that kind of closes it, up, closes it all in. Mm -hmm. And when you close the street down, it feels like a little park here mm -hmm. in the street. Yeah. So, um you know, uh, 
at that when, when we started talking about it with DMD, I was like, dude, I already got all the ideas. Like, what what do you what can I do? <laughs> let yeah. me let me know. Like, just what, give me the reins. What and yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what's the what's the rules here? <laughs> um, and so that was that was kind of our our deal. Is like we get we can get the stage and we can you know get the entertainment and and that's what I did. I called up Skip, who's always my go to guy for staging and shows and lights and stuff like that. And I was like, bro, bring out whatever you can. Um, but we're, it's going to be a three-day party, so yeah. <laughs> uh, get ready to work. And so he was cool enough to kind of sponsor it, and and uh, and you know, we brought out his his gear and his guys, and then um, we got some help from a, a couple other businesses around town, Dokio and Frostbank, and yeah. you know, a couple other places. But uh, we wanted to bring back that vibe of like the old school Art Walk. Um, whenever Art Walk first started, like Chica's Rock would play every time, or like mm-hmm. the, the little kid DJs that I was teaching here would play all the time, oh. including Weasel, who's a who's like a DJ now and, mm-hmm. and working oh, at the yeah, clubs yeah. and stuff. But uh, but um, yeah, I mean, we we just I, I love throwing parties out there. It's really cool just to have a party outside, and then I can come in here and be in my studio, or I can go upstairs and go to the house and just kind of nap, check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> shower. Yeah. 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 Um, Speaking about like Weasel, he's also a very young um, DJ slash producer. I also read somewhere that um, you, as a teenager, were getting invited to these (laughs) clubs to DJ. How was how was that being um, Mr. DJ teenager? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was kind of like Weasel, man, you know. But he's killing it, man. Yeah, he's really good. Um, I mean, it was cool, you know. I was I was uh, when I was in high school. I learned that um, the PD of of Z95, Ed Okanias lived around my block, so I would always hit him up like, "Hey, Ed, like let me <laughs> let me mix on the radio, or let me send you a mix, or this and that." And, and so that's kind of what I was what I would do is I would send him mixes, and he'd be like, "You know what?" Like one day he was like, "Dude, just come intern," and then intern turned into like assistant, and then uh, come mix on the radio kind of thing and help us out. And so worked I worked your way up. Yeah, I kind of worked my way up into like a mix show. And um, and then that from there it's like you could go to the club because there was radio station was working at the clubs and so I would always like at 16 17 year olds like working at the club and mm-hmm. or just going to the remote or whatever and then they would ask me like hey man you want a DJ and I'm like, shit uh. and then finally it kind of just like ended up being like my own night after opening for guys and stuff like that and doing my own thing that's so cool yeah it's been fun it's I mean really we've done special. everything teen yeah. dances yeah. weddings like the whole nine yards but the thing that kind of like stuck out the most was also was DJing at the clubs and I think it's because I've always been kind of like open format where I would play hip-hop music and then I would bring in house yeah. music and, and a bunch of dance stuff or Latin things and, sh- and mm-hmm. shit like that so it's always been my, my style has always been kind of like a fusion I guess yeah yeah something for everyone <laughs> something not for everybody yeah, fusion, yeah. Not fashion. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> do you remember like your first like official gig and like how that felt to kind of put yourself huh. out there like that man I don't I don't um I, I mean, I used to have a lot of parties at my house when I was young. Uh, I would borrow my uncle's speakers, and we would get, like, car stereo was speakers. This was a place to be for parties <laughs> in high school. Yeah, man. Like, and so I, we were doing that kind of deal. But it was it started off as, like, teen dances, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we got – my brother would, like, find people to, like, pay us to go DJ somewhere, you know? Yeah. Some of the – some of the great <laughs> things about living downtown. <laughs> Icon. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I have a quick question about uh, your name, El Dusty. <laughs> so, how did that kind of come to be? Have you always been El Dusty, or like where did that come from? Well, my 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 real name is Dusty, but uh, oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, but like um, uh, I, I, 
when I was DJing, I was going by DJ Dust, which mm. is I'm not I've never been like one of those people that could come up with like a cool name like or a stage whatever. name. Yeah, yeah. I w- I've always wanted one. You know what I mean? Like I wanted like kid something or fresh something or I don't know like I don't know something cool, but I just never could come up with something. So I went I, I went with DJ Dust for a long time, and then mm-hmm. when I got signed with Universal, they were like, "Yo, there's a." There's a lot of DJ Dusts out there. You don't want to change your name. Like you kind of want to do that for iTunes, so that way you can kind of stick out and Stand when people out, Google yeah. you or whatever. And so I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll co- like L Dusty. I'll just use L Dusty. Yeah, I like and it's that. Stuck. Cool. It's stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And now I like it because it's just my name, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you can call me Dusty, L Dusty, DJ Dusty, whatever you want. You know, it's all the yeah. same. So speaking of your name and it being so big now you are going on tour yes tell us a little bit about that uh well uh i man i've been trying to get back out on the road for a long time and we've always i'm always doing shows and doing you know back-to-back weekends and things like that and i've gone on tour with different people the last tour i went on was a couple years ago with an artist named cut chemist who was like an idol of mine that um does similar style of music where he's like vinyl record sampling and mashing up of all these different sounds and things. Um, and he comes from that same culture. So yeah, uh, it was a cool experience and I learned a lot from him just watching the way he does it and like how he can like, how the, how it's like a concert, not really like a dance mm-hmm. party, you know? And I've always been used to club nights and things like that. And when I play, it's like, Oh, we're at, I'm DJing at another club night for an hour. Um, where, where people would open up for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for this one, this one is an actual tour, like a headlining tour where I'm kind of, uh, this one's going to be the whole like West Coast from Morro Bay all the way down to San Diego um, and all, all these places in between. It's Dusty and the homies. El Dusty and the homies, yep. Who, who are the homies? I'm very curious. <laughs> the homies are all my homies. Like, uh, you could be a homie too. And you could be a homie <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it's Camilo, CQ, the drummer, and and Angel, my my right hand man. These guys have been jamming with me for years. Um, Angela was actually uh, in my band. I had a band called El Sancho a while back, and uh, he was my percussionist in that band. And and I've always done like these little projects where I would just go DJ, and he was always kind of like come with me and and play drums and percussion and stuff. Yeah. And then CQ, I've met him here in Corpus, actually, I think. Uh, he was playing drums for a band called B-Side Players that was on tour. And um, we, uh, we, we all came and hung out over here after the show. And, um, and we just stayed in contact, you know. And, and after a while, he was like, hey, man, you know, um, I work at the – well, I don't know if I should be saying this online. But <laughs> he was like, I work at the airport, so I can kind of travel. Um, <laughs> if you ever need a drummer or something, let me know. Yeah. And I was I – was, at that time, I was like – flying out and doing gigs um fly out gigs i wasn't really driving it wasn't like back-to-back yeah. gigs to where i would drive but um so i was like you know what meet me in chicago uh meet me in in la meet me wherever and, and he started showing up <laughs> and uh and we we kind of like got the set together i think actually you know what the first one that we played was a uh, a showcase for up rocks we up rocks did like this little yeah. showcase where they <clears throat> Um, brought all the people who they did these documentaries on together to do like a, a live set at a place. And uh, that was the first time I was like, hey, man, I'm going to have to do this like serious videotape thing. Um, can you come with me and uh, perform? And we can kind of like put a set together. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I got you. Uh, I'll meet you in L.A. We'll rehearse for a couple of days and then um, 
we'll do the show. And from it, and since then, I mean, he's just been going with me everywhere. Just like down for whatever. Down, 100%, yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah. so he's cool. the homie. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of how that ended up. I mean, I, I, eventually, I want to like turn it into something else where it's not just El Dusty. It's like a band, and mm. you know what I mean. And, and I will be the ringleader. But um, right now, it's El Dusty and the homies, and it's just kind of like me and my percussionists, mm. and we also bring Mariano to do video and lighting and things like that and we have like a cool little show going on where we're doing our thing yeah. that's so awesome it's so sick fun. i'm super excited for y'all that's <laughs> yeah. gonna be thank awesome you. thank you i was gonna ask you um uh a little bit about like also like before we kind of close out the podcast um it's been freaking amazing for <laughs> yeah, the first episode wonderful. once again thanks for agreeing um but what what do you like see in like the future for yourself and like produce uh sound studios what 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 let's talk about that for a little bit well uh we <laughs> we work a lot give us, give uh, we do hats. every day i mean i'm pretty much here like working on music or doing some art stuff or you know graphic design or whatever um and working working in the shop um i eventually want it to be like a thing where it's like a collaborative house and it's just kind of like running itself um i don't mm -hmm. have to be here anymore mm -hmm. like every single day doing something yeah. um the studio i want it to be open to the public where it's just you know, people are renting it for the week or renting it for the day, and we don't really have to mess with it anymore. And I can kind of like travel more and kind of spend time chilling versus like going and working everywhere Being I go. Being the boss. <laughs> <laughs> well, also like just like every time we go somewhere, it's not it's not for fun. You know, mm -hmm. I've like literally never been on vacation in my entire life, so I want to like go on vacation someday. <laughs> yeah. And uh, do that whole thing. I mean, I've been everywhere, but I've never been there to chill. You know, yeah. so you're always working it's always working work. but that's that's my hobby too you know mm -hmm. what i mean so i like i like to work wherever i go we yeah. schedule studio sessions with somebody i mean already in la we've got like three or four sessions already lined up that's awesome so you know eventually i just want to take a break um and i want to have a band i mean that's what that's my next deal is to like start a band um and that way we can play like uh i don't know i mean i feel like being a dj it's kind of like not limiting but like you know, it's hard for people to understand when you're trying to get a, a gig somewhere where it's like, well, how does he play? I mean, like, you know, even even like my closest friends, like, don't understand it sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. like, what do you do? I mean, you're playing your own songs, but you're not singing. <laughs> I don't get it. You know, and I'm like, ah, so it's hard to explain. Uh, but I do, you know, want to have I'm, I'm always going to be a DJ and I'm always going to be doing something of that of that, like something to that effect. But mm -hmm. I want to start a band where I'm playing original music that we've made made know? together yeah. yeah yeah that's super exciting yes yeah. well i think that was wonderful and i'm <laughs> yeah. so happy that we were able to do this well congratulations on you guys first podcast the <laughs> first episode with first the bang episode, el yeah. dusty um, but yeah once again thank you thank you so much for you're welcome um kind of putting trust in always <laughs> always always and always. also letting us use your studio of course yes. big wonderful. shout out to produce sound studios <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> Um, yeah, we love you guys so much. Um, a little bit from me and Grace, uh, you guys that we have so much stuff planned for so many ideas iconic, and people. Uh, gosh, the people we have, we have an amazing guest like list. Yeah. Um, it's going to be great. Yeah. We're so excited for you to hear, um, this episode when it comes out, but also, uh, future ones with, yeah. um, other Corpus Christi icons, um, but yeah, 
Yeah, um, I would definitely say, like, just follow our Instagram. It's mm-hmm. the Iconic Podcast. Um, and we will be keeping y'all updated on when things are going to be posted. And that'll just kind of be, like, our main outlet, I guess, for kind of communicating with everybody. Um, but, yeah, just yeah. we're thank excited you. for the future. <laughs> and thank you so much. Yeah, and um, a big thank you to Dusty one more time. Yeah. Uh, we look forward to... well. <laughs> Y'all will out. already be listening to this by now. So. <laughs> I'll let <edit> that out. <laughs> Alrighty, see All right. you guys soon. Thanks, guys.